Good morning, everyone. We're in the book of Psalms, as you know. And uh, we're, thinking, we're thinking this morning about Psalm 91. Just want to read the first two verses. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. In the previous chapter, chapter uh, Psalm 90, the first psalm of the fourth book of Psalms, which corresponds with the fourth book of the Pentateuch, uh, the fourth book of the Bible, in other words, Numbers, we have the experience of the children of Israel's wanderings in the wilderness. In that psalm, Moses, being the writer, speaks of the frailty, failure and brevity of life of humanity. He says this, the days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength, labour and sorrow. For it is soon cut off and we fly away. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. But in this psalm, Psalm 91, it speaks of the lovely life of the Lord Jesus as he moved here in total dependence upon his God and Father. You'll remember in the temptations of the Lord Jesus in the wilderness by the devil, uh, in the Gospels, Satan quotes part of this psalm. So it confirms that, of course, it is. Uh, very often it is to do with him. But it also speaks of the people of God in the future who will walk in the blessings of that coming glorious millennial age when the Lord Jesus will be upon the throne of this world. But I want us to look at this in a very direct and personal and uh, specific way to our needs today. The Bible is a beautiful book. And whilst it has, of course, interpretation, and there is a particular people to whom it's written and specific reasons why it's written, it's nevertheless appropriate, as we've said before, not everything is about us and to us, but it is for us. So here we have again in Psalm 91 uh, something that is relevant to our needs we trust today. So I want to think about today how we can apply those of us who have trusted in the Lord Jesus right here and right now, the verses of this psalm that we've been reading. It's been very graphically and strikingly brought uh, to my attention in recent days, the confusion, the consternation and the distress that affects those of us who are the Lord's people when we witness the prosperity of wicked people and in contrast, often the sufferings of those who belong to the Lord Jesus. These things are highlighted for us in Psalm 73. Asaph is the psalmist who was obviously contemplating the seeming injustice of such a state of things and felt as though he had previously thought what he thought was a a solid foundation was starting to give way beneath his feet. And he says, as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. 
and when I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. But then everything is put into perspective when he says, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood. <clears throat> you see, things become clear when we come into God's presence and when we read his word and when we meditate upon it. So here is where our Psalm 91 begins and where we should begin every morning, dear Christian, and continue every day. It may be that there are those who are listening this morning who are not Christians, who are like the people spoken of in Psalm 90. Are you becoming increasingly aware of the labour and sorrow of life, and particularly that of older life? Are you beginning to become conscious of the brevity of life, your own mortality, and the certainty of death? I was talking to someone recently and made a comment about the only thing that is certain in life is death. Apart, of course, from the hope of us Christians, the imminence of the rapture of believers at the coming again of the Lord Jesus, which we're expecting, of course, at any moment. For the sake of any who are not trusting in the Saviour, I'd like to make a New Testament connection with this verse uh, that we've just read. When the Lord Jesus looked over the city of Jerusalem, just before he was crucified, he said this, How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you would not. Please notice, Jesus said, I would, and you would not. You see, you'll never be able to say it's unfair. He is willing and able to give you salvation, forgiveness, and eternal life. But it's all to do with whether you will or you will not receive him as your Lord and Saviour. There'll never be one lost soul that will be able to point the finger at the judge of all the earth because he always does right. The decision is in your hands. Will you or will you not? Can I just say to you unsaved, unblessed people today, there's still time, if you still have breath, to come and dwell in the secret place of the Most High, abiding under the shadow of the Almighty, and be able to say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. A true story is told of an Australian farm that experienced the most devastating fire. After all the flames had been extinguished, the farmer was surveying the carnage and destruction when he came across the charred remains of a mother hen. As he removed that lifeless form, he discovered underneath were baby chicks who had escaped the destruction of the fire and were alive and well. You see, she had protected them by dying instead of them. I'd like you to know that there is one who bore the fires of divine judgment for guilty sinners like you and me. 
and I and many others who have sheltered beneath the wings and shadow of that Almighty One are safe and secure for time and for eternity. Isn't that absolutely wonderful? And can I say also to you who are experiencing the sorrows and sadnesses that life sometimes throws at us, my God is a refuge and a fortress when in him I put my trust. This place of safety and security isn't known to all. It says it's a secret place, known only to those who have put their trust in him. How much more safe and secure could my soul ever be than here? This God, the only living and true God, is the Most High and the Almighty. His omnipotence, His omniscience, His omnipresence. He's the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-present God. And this is my God, the Most High, the Almighty. So just to reiterate those beautiful words, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him I will put my trust. God bless his word to you today.